Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Oh yeah, the sound looks good. Yeah, Woo! Good. I'm adjust that a little bit. Uh, yeah, and then I'll fix it later. <clears throat> Sounds good. So this is about you. I'm just here for moral support. You're here for moral and support. I'll jump in whenever. <laughs> you guys all heard that uh, here on Renegade Supreme. Welcome. Push it closer to that side. There we go. Welcome, okay, welcome again at the Kava Bar, Halea Kava and Kihei. We are hanging out with two very good friends of ours. We have another special episode. This isn't a Christmas episode, not even a New Year's episode. It's more like a holiday episode since Christmas has passed and New Year's is not here yet. But it's a special episode to hang out with two brown people like myself. And uh, thank you guys for listening. We're going to interview a good like friend the, of ours today. This is the butthole of holidays, like right in between. <laughs> we have uh, Vince here, um, and then we have Aaron, and of course we got Jacob. So thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to just kind of hang out, but if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself uh, and say your name, and then it's here for moral support, you don't have to, but if you want to. And then while you're talking, if Jacob says talk louder, Talk okay. louder, but I think it's. No, we're good. It's good. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, my son, my name is Afeleti Evalu, and my uh, yeah. English name is Vincent. So you can call me either way. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a Tinder meme. Just talk loud. Oh, yeah, yeah, talk. Let me talk to you a little bit. <laughs> so, testing, testing. Is that good testing. enough? Yeah, it's good. Sorry, when I get nervous, like my lungs get tightened up, so therefore really? I can't really talk. You know what I'm saying? So right now, if you guys want to turn around and not look at me while we interview, <laughs> <we're good. laughs> just firing questions yeah. at him from over there. From that side, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like playing. Uh, what was that battleship? You know what no, I mean? No, no, no. But it'll, it'll it'll take time for me. So your Samoan name was what again? Afiletti. Afiletti. Yep. So that's what I have you in in my phone. Yes. I have you Afiletti and then Vince. So I put the Samoan name first. Yeah. And then I put your first name after that. Ooh, perfect. And I don't know your last name, so I didn't put a last name. So last name is Ebalu. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. Very cool. And then, of course, you're here. You don't have to say your name. That's, I'm, I'm, Guy on the couch. Aaron. Guy so on the couch. Did y'all ever see... The, um, the legend. What's uh, that movie? Half-Baked. Did you ever see Half-Baked? Yep. And there's always the guy on the couch. Yeah. It tasted the really good, they had the really good weed. He's like, oh, I gotta wake up guy on the couch. He wakes him up. He's like, oh, it's good weed. The, dog, I was the in, dog was the best part. The, yeah, dog? the dog was the best part. What was his name? Killer? Killer, yeah. yeah. Killer B. Did you do my dog B? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see Half-Baked? That's a Dave Chappelle piece. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. And that, uh, his, his friend, uh, what was his friend? Um, with the spiky hair that worked at the... The music store was oh, like, the mix- oh no 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 no! You coming with me, Jan? Who's yeah. coming with me? <laughs> Who's coming with me? I got so, a terrible mind. Like I remember all these movies, but I got a terrible mind. I can't really put them together. Well, Vince, I don't know, and Aaron, I don't know if y'all know, but Renegade Supreme, this is our podcast we have somewhere around 15 episodes. We've recorded other episodes with technical difficulties coming mm-hmm. new in this game. Uh, we don't have all the best equipment. We have our equipment now, but then the other guy and founder, he's got the other equipment. So, but we've recorded a lot. Yeah. The main things we talk about is it's labeled as comedy mm-hmm. and philosophy. Mm-hmm. So like we want to laugh. So a good example of that would be uh, one episode it was <laughs> The theme was companionship. I don't even know if that we had decided that before. We talked about mm-hmm. companionship, but the whole time you're hearing, we're cracking jokes, we're laughing, just like any, you know, the right. guys hanging out. So, 
But I'm glad that you uh, were interested in hanging out because we've had really good conversations. All of us have, mm -hmm. but we had one recently, like maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. And I and I thought that was that was really good. And then you've talked before, Aaron, about you know you thought it'd be really cool to have like podcasts or recording of people like with their kava stories and how yeah. how it affected you know what i mean it's like mm -hmm. the, like the kava closet stories you know what i mean what coming out the closet telling, but not like that not like mm -hmm. that coming out the closet <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that but definitely yeah, not like the, the kava confessions the kava confessions <laughs> that's what it was the kava chronicles i, I got that wrong <laughs> kava chronicles i like that yeah, yeah that's cool kava chronicles hey and it's okay Whoever's out there, it's okay to come out of the closet. Just, <laughs> just want to throw that in there. Yeah, okay? exactly. <laughs> See, support everybody. Yeah, support, support everybody. everybody. Yeah, except no for the Irish. Yeah, right. No, 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 no. That's just a joke. Except for the Irish. Except from just the. Kidding. We watched them. I'm actually two percent Irish. I did the my ancestry oh, really? DNA thing. Two percent. Two percent Irish. Oh, my Jeez. wife is. What did she say? One percent Filipino. Twenty-nine <laughs> percent <laughs> 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 like, hey, Portuguese. Really. Portuguese. Oh, you're on the Polynesian scale. Then. I'm like 30% Japanese. Nah, no Poly, just Um What, uh, <clears throat> we were watching Blazing Saddles. Have you seen that movie? Which one? Blazing Saddles. It's a Mel Brooks film. It's an old, like, yeah, 74, 74. Yeah. Is it like a white it's parody? It's a parody of like the Western and kind of civil rights era. Mm -hmm. And they have the black sheriff come in. Oh, the yeah. town's getting run over by like the big corporations running the railroad to town so uh -huh. they call for a sheriff uh -huh. and then the mastermind's like oh, we'll give him a black sheriff then they'll kill him and then we can move the railroad through uh -huh. and it's like Mel Brooks so if you ever watch Robin Hood Men in Tights yeah. Spaceballs those are that. all his movies it's Young Frankenstein Damn. oh man okay. but uh, yeah that, those kind of jokes we're into so what do you do for work Vince tell because tell, these people don't know you they're going to mm. see oh uh, well shoot let me see if and where are you from? If you don't know, then I should start all the way from back. Yes. Way back. He's the guy on the pictures at the airport. Yes, he is. No, that's a different he, guy. He's the guy. He's the guy over there. That was a bad, <laughs> bad life. But anyway, um, I'm originally from Western Samoa. Uh, to be exact, uh, Bailoa to Laile. <clears throat> I moved to the U.S. when I was 13. I was in Cali for a little bit, but uh, didn't survive there, so. <laughs> about to be sent back home and then I came to Maui instead. <clears throat> when was that you came to Maui? 2003. 2003? Yeah. Wow. wow. So I was, yeah, 13, 13, 14. Yeah. Started, uh, uh, yep. Went to Lahaina Luna. Really? You graduated Lahaina Luna? Graduated oh, 2000, Lahaina Luna, 2008. Yep. Wow. You already know. That's wild. Yeah. Wait, have you lived on this side of the island most of the time? Uh, no, I actually just moved out here when I started dating my wife now. Um, Four years ago, five years ago. Yeah, about like seven, seven years ago. Those guys. And then four years of match. Yes, you, you are right. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I like See, that. he knows. He's a boy. He right knows. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. He's reminding you. Yeah. Hey, that's true. Though. And then, uh, yeah. So yeah, um, graduated out there. Uh, Coming. Basically, coming to America was a big difference, you know. Uh, I didn't know anything about English, didn't know about the culture, didn't know nothing. Uh, growing up in Samoa, I didn't know nothing but Samoa. 
I didn't even know there was a world out there. He was so, a fob, as they yeah. call it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fresh Fox. up the plane. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Still fresh. <laughs> That's a fop. <laughs> That's how the Filipinos say it, if well, you guys don't know. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like there's two different things about the fob. There's a fop and there's a fob. From the boat or the plane. So is a fob even more fobber than a fop? They're more legit. Because they're flopping away. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, grew up in Lahaina, Lahaina Luna. Lived on Hopoi Street for my whole adolescent year. Went to Lahaina Intermediate, eighth grade, and then the rest was high school. I actually did five years in high school. Five years? Yeah. Oh, you just yep. go the extra mile, right? Yep. Had to, because uh, I was dedicated to cross that line like the rest of the others. You know? Nice. So I didn't drop out. I had options to do GED and whatnot, but just wanted that. And I ended up in a lockdown school, ALC, which is like the high school above the high school. The high school above the high school. So it was pretty fucking cool, because everything over there that was with the coaches, the teachers, they were actually towards about you, you know, getting a better life and whatnot. They actually cared. They actually day. cared, you know, you and we learned a that. lot of things up at ALC, man, like not even what you can learn down from Lahaina Luna. I don't want to talk shit about Lahaina Luna, but they got a really bad education, but... No, they did. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, ALC was like the top. That's why, you know, um, it helped me get through through everything in life, you know? They're not just teachers, they were coaches too. So that's, that's one thing that I learned that it's actually a lot more easier for some people to take in the knowledge is either you can be a teacher or a coach. So that's you know kind of like the, both teaching that I got up there. You know? So thankful for that. That's really um, cool that they used to have that. Yeah, for real. Right? Like, they still do. They, they still do. They still do. It's not as much, or is it? Is it kind of the same? Kind of the same probably because you know the coaches up there hits. only takes like <laughs> a certain amount of people up there. You know what I mean? Uh huh. It's not, yeah, as, not as much Vince's anymore. Mm -hmm. So growing up Woo! in uh, Western Samoa, mm -hmm. did, were you you were already introduced to kava because that's part of the culture, yeah? Yes. Uh-huh. Right? And then Yeah, baby uh, photos in the bowl probably. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming in every fight. That's how they baptize them, right? Scoop them on top. Uh, if, it's, if, it's a, if it's a Jewish Shimon, they just put the shell on the top right oh. there. You know? <laughs> Alright, that's pretty far, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, then when you came here, mm -hmm. of course, you being a kid, like we've all been teenagers, but you were involved in sports or no? Like football uh, or yes, rugby. Okay. Rugby, rugby was like hard. Okay. It was like hard. Uh, that was my first sport ever. Uh, soccer too, but it was mostly rugby. Uh, in back home in Samoa, and I always wanted to play rugby. Yeah, Never did. I loved it. I loved it so much that I was actually able to like freaking play all the way from the uh, from Samoa all the way to Maui. Wow. I was still playing in high school. Did you? Do they have like pickup games like kind of grown men leagues that people just uh, sign yeah, throw around? Yeah, there's the men around? leagues. There's also the the young 18 youth. Have you ever yep. thought about doing that, or is it just a little too much for... Just like, you know, it's just, I'm sure it's going to be more taxing on you the older you get playing uh -huh. rugby. Or, as I like to believe, the older I get, the stronger I am. That's you know true. What I mean? That's true. Like, because I've got scars, you know right, what I mean? Right, I used right. to smoke cigarettes while I yeah. still smoke. You know what I mean? I do, like, right. bad habits. So right. that means when I go out there and mm -hmm. subject myself to something that's tough, yeah. I'm like, oh, this isn't going to kill me. Right. You know what I mean? I kill that. Yeah. Right? Well, I guess it depends on the person because anybody can get through it unless you have a better set mind on in 
true. pursuing what you're trying to do. A lot of Advil. Yeah, right? Yeah. A lot of Advil. Advil. Bunch of Advil. Kill the pains, you know, or deal with the pain. Touch rugby. And a lot of people uh, are not going to know this because they're just now knowing you, but I would like to, and we can cut this out later, but I want everyone to know that as my friend, you are also a professional fire knife dancer. Uh, yes. And you did recently just compete in the World Fire Knife Championship. Uh-huh. Yes. And you played seven, is this correct? Uh, yep. That's amazing, dude. Oof. That was like a... Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely a whole different ball game when you get to that. You know? Yeah, well, if there's anything you know. specific you want to talk about, or we can go into that. Um, but is there anything that, that just like being from Samoa into Maui that maybe like you miss about maybe Samoa mm-hmm. or something? Now, a lot of people when we've talked, especially from here, they mention about the fires, mm-hmm. you know, things that have gone on. Right. I didn't know you went to La Honolulu. That's really cool. I yeah. knew I was going to find something out. Right. That's, uh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I think it's really cool uh, what you do and I remember watching you during the championship and mm-hmm. I remember watching and I looked over at Dylan and I go, dude, Vince came to fucking compete. I remember I said something of that sort because... Almost ready. Almost I just, ready. I, like, I remember... Almost fully ready. You know, even on the TV screen, I feel like I could like see this close into your eyes. I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, dude, he's jet fucking focused. He's mm-hmm. so there. Man. But it was amazing to watch him. Thank you. And Thank then, you, brother. Um, and then... Out of what it was thirty guys, right? Thirty uh, something. Sure. Which one was that one? It was like, it's like thirty something. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. like really I was hot. Just in the back drinking cover. That's I amazing. Everybody there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the competitors. But, uh, but yeah, um, to shoot. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out where we're at right now because oh, we, we literally can... just talk about. Yeah, we. I've mentioned a lot of things. We can. Okay, let's start with uh, talk, rugby. Talk, yeah, talk rugby, about what right? you want to talk about. Uh, okay, yeah, so rugby, like I said, it actually helped me out as far as like being in control of uh, emotions, um, being able to be in control of your body, the mental game and all that. Um, yeah, but I was stoked I was able to play from Samoa all the way to Maui on accident. And I did football too for two years. But it didn't rent well because uh, it was like a hard transition. It was almost like English and learn like Samoan and oh, English. Yeah, I've never thing. heard it yeah. put that way, but that you makes sense. Right? So it's the same thing with the sport. You know what I mean? Uh, football and rugby is completely different. It's like you're going from. It's almost culture. like a head sore, like yeah. you know, trying to switch it off. You're going from culture to non-culture. Exactly. Not to like talk exactly. like mm-hmm. negative on like right, you right. know an English European, but that's yeah. kind of like that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I never. So yeah, yeah, it was it was cool. It was cool. Like I said, um. Did you have a position? I was like the, uh, I was a winger. Okay. Uh, left, I was a left wing for like straight, like basically my whole life. And then I played fullback like once in my life. So that was like around when I started hitting high school. <laughs> I was a hooker too at one point. <laughs> nice, yes, That's yes. one of the, the positions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been with the hooker. I like, that's... pay the bills. I tried to help pay her bills. That's what the idea yeah. was. You know? support but, uh, but yeah, you know, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, football was cool too. But didn't really get the concept until like later on when it was too late. <laughs> Do you, does your... If you encourage your family, like your your offspring, to like get into like rugby, like your mm-hmm. son or your uh, daughters, and like go rugby. Offspring, he means kids. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> yeah, I like to sound like Thanks somewhat mysterious. People are like, why is he saying there. officer? Like, why is he saying kids? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you yeah. Someone's like, oh, he has a bunch of dogs. He's been pudding with uh, rugby. And he's, oh, you know. No, well, my kids, I kind of treat them different than what I was taught. So therefore, I kind of gave, or, you know, especially my son, I gave him, like, the opportunity to actually make his own choices, you know, type of thing. I didn't want him to follow the path that I'm going to have to try and put him in and whatnot, you know what I mean? Um, same thing with Fire Knife. I didn't push him on that. I didn't push him on um, any of the sports that he chose to be in. Um, yeah, it was just different. You know, my my upbringing was actually, excuse the language, but it's pretty fucked up. So, yeah. you know, I learned so much, and that way I can actually use some of the old school and some of the way that I learned to, like, you know, raise my own kid to be like different a good parent in your eyes kind of thing uh, or was it just far enough? from good parenting man that's for sure but um like the like what i was saying earlier about the coaching part yeah yeah so you know there's, there's a part of you that has to be a dad which is most of the time and there's also the coach part and there's also the counselor part so you have to be all three of those guys in different ways to like try to get to them it's you know, I feel like that's with my experience with you know my kids you know what I mean um, it's it's different for some of them to actually take in the same information when it's literally from the same guy that you know that this that 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 all oh, whatever it is and when you do switch it off to be more encouraging and you know understanding to a kid then they open up but I feel like that's the only thing that I got different that I got going on with my kids but uh, but for as far as sports haven't really pushed him on anything, even the fire knife, he just chose to be there and choose to, wanted to go pursue, you know, boxing. He did boxing for a little bit too. Nice. Um, my That's daughter did jiu-jitsu, which is pretty cool too. Soccer. That's great. She's, yeah, and now he's in basketball and he's completely content about it. You know? That's good. You know, so it's, it's, it's by far, it's just choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, honest, that was one thing that I learned growing up, you know. The, um, the biggest power that we have as a human being is the power of choosing. You know, that's you it. have to be. You have to. Be. That's not, what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, dude, you just said it right there. That's how we figured out what this episode is about. Oh, okay. There we go. Roots. <laughs> the power of choice. Uh huh. And that's a huge thing. And I, I was also Agency. going in my mind trying to think about all the specifics of what we talked about like two mm -hmm. weeks ago. And I think choice was part of it. Because when you're talking about in oh, certain wow. programs, yeah, that's pretty cool. I was, you know, kind of yeah, connected. Yeah. Now, you know, and awesome. and the deal is choice. Okay, so Jacob has a lot to like. It becomes a choice, and I guess choice can be subjective. It is like, oh, are you making choices on what to do for yeah. hobbies, yeah, to right. eat, right. like who you're gonna spend mm -hmm. the rest of your life with, yep. what church? Like, I yeah. mean, they could be very serious, and then it's not so serious. Yeah. But um, mm -hmm. choice. I watched this show. It's called Lost on TV. Mm -hmm. You ever yes. heard of Lost? Uh -huh. yeah. And there's this uh, brown guy on there. His thing is Pakistani. And the character's name was Saeed. And I remember in this show, and he was my favorite character because he was brown, and everyone said in high school I looked like him, so I was on it, you know? But there was a part in the movie, he was some kind of torture person in the military, and then he swore off. And then on this Lost Island, he ended up doing it again, and he was like, I gotta leave the, the camp. They're like, oh, you're a big part. You gotta stay, you gotta stay. Mm -hmm. We need you. He was like, no, he goes, I did some things that um, I should have never done. And he goes, well, you didn't have a choice. And he looked at me and said, there's always a choice. Yes. And even though it's a TV show and it's yeah. Hollywood made, yeah. um, I love, yeah, I love that kind of stuff. 
because when it comes down to use the most horrendous like examples like mm-hmm. imaginable like someone's got your whole family locked up mm-hmm. and they're promising just do horrendous things atrocities to them you know and it's like you have to do this or this happens and everyone's like well right. you have no choice you yeah. gotta go rob the bank or you gotta right. go do this yeah. Yeah. and no, this if you can always. believe that you always have a choice yep. it's there's the, always the third option because mm-hmm. it's not always A, B, and C yeah. Jordan Peterson talked about when you're in a relationship or a marriage or he's like mm-hmm. oh it's like she wants to do this you want to do this yeah. so then you compromise yeah. and he was like it's not just what she wants or he wants and then you just meet in the middle right it can be but he goes that meeting in the middle is the third option mm-hmm. you know sometimes it's not just what you want to do or what i want to do right. he goes how about we find something that we want to do and yeah. they're like yeah, yeah compromise yeah. he goes no they're mm-hmm. also it can be different yeah that there's always there's a into and when he says something like that i was like oh so you can find a third option mm-hmm. it's like because we're sometimes in such a box yeah you know in our right. lives right. but right. choice right. yeah yeah and growing up from you the way know? you've grown up is what you've even said and what i know about you choice i'm sure that's affected you immensely even to yes. like today definitely. jacob definitely I mean, the choices he's made and the friends mm-hmm. he hangs out with now right like when I yeah. told my wife, I was like, hey, do you want to have kava at the house or kava at the kava bar? <laughs> Those are the choices. Choices. So choices. Yeah. Choose. Either way, I win. Choose wisely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, wisely. Yeah, yeah. So, Not um, definitely, man. Going off of what you said with your, with your kids and everything, like you wanted to give them that opportunity, mm-hmm. was that like a mindset that you had knowing that they were on the way or is that something that you had to learn to give them? Ooh, man. Uh, definitely learn along the way and I gotta be honest I do give my wife a lot of credit for this because she is definitely the other mindset that helped me separate the two because you know my whole past life was very trauma to the point that it's it almost affected our relationship but she's the one that actually helped me cope through it and you know coach me through it as well and was able to just mend the two you know the new style and the old school like and then now it's just completely just it works you know it's completely different from what i was talking about that's awesome that's for sure so it's like just breaking free from that that mindset that you Mm -hmm. were raised with yeah i think a lot of people recently have been doing that right um you you see all these people saying like oh no this is what my parents taught me or this is what and it's not necessarily good Mm -hmm. like they're breaking away from the good things that they were taught but they're breaking away from this bad mindset that's been yeah. turned into a certain things in, yeah right. yeah it's been turned into like a lifestyle mm-hmm. and then breaking free of that lifestyle. yeah there you go awesome. you're doing great bro you are doing great and then yeah. thanks buddy <laughs> for people that don't know because I have a friend in Texas that listens to this podcast mm-hmm. and then Nixon our buddy Nixon. He's, he's like the it's other person that listens we have one person in Maui, one person in Texas. And they're the only ones that listen. <laughs> but we got a lot from that that but, one, the oh, one special that we did. Yeah, oh, he, nice. He texted me and he said, uh, "Is is Kava the something something something?" And I was like, "That's not what it is." Mm-hmm. And so, since we have here um, Kava, can you explain? Because I've been like, "Oh, yeah," I told him I was like, "Go to root." Before you continue with what Jacob and the questioning and, and mm-hmm. kind of that down that road. Okay. Real quick, tell people what Kava is. Uh, you can make it the short version. Okay, kava is a short version of it. Um, Polynesian drug. <laughs> no, <just> kidding. <laughs> no, yeah, it no, is. kava is an all-natural root uh, growing out here in Polynesia, and doesn't grow anywhere else. It 
its origin is actually from uh, Papua New Guinea. That's where the kava is originally from before it spread out in um, Polynesia, you know what I mean? And this is through crops trading. When our, you know, a lot of us that know about our Polynesian culture before we used to travel the world to trade crops for other stuff. That's how I was able to get kava in our culture. But anyway, it's an all natural root. Basically what it does, it helps you relax, completely relax. Gives you a little bit of a numbing feeling. I can't, shout out to the Kava Bar, I kind of learned all this stuff, you know, <laughs> I was able to brush like, up on this and make it, you know what I mean? Samoa, right? <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, definitely yeah, not, yeah. you know, but I was able to brush up on this so I sound more professional now. But yeah, it's an all natural root, basically what it does, it helps you relax, get rid of anxiety, stress and whatnot. Brings us know. all together. Brings us all together, you know, it's also a, a good mind opener mechanism, I would say. <laughs> But yeah, it's a it's an all natural root, you know. Anybody's welcome to try it. Um, just don't say bad things about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the reason I asked you to do that, I appreciate that, is because in almost every episode, even mm -hmm. before Jacob got on board with us, like I'll talk about Kava, mm -hmm. the Kava bar. I'll talk about the people yeah, I hang out with so. and the differences made in my life. Mm -hmm. And oh yeah. And so everyone hears this, and I, I think it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Or no, it's not interesting. It's so. It's just fucking nuts to yeah. be growing up and be someone that I like to read, I like knowledge, I like different, yeah. I like to mm -hmm. move to a different city, different yeah. state. I was like all that, but I didn't know a thing about Polynesians yeah. Yeah. and these other brown people that are my brothers that I never knew about, you know, and something called Kava. Mm -hmm. And then you move to this place, which is under the union of the USA. Mm -hmm. But when you get off the plane, right, this is not America. There's nothing no, it really not. that looks like America here. And the choices that I have made in the people that I have not surrounded myself mm -hmm. with because of Kava, like, is, it's amazing. It, it has changed my life mm -hmm. in such a good way. And I had a great life before. I was mm -hmm. wonderful. People liked me before, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't not know. really, you know. But I mean, it, it's so much to say. Even if you want to like make the connections like forcefully, like that's why we're sitting right here right now. Yeah. That's why I. That's how I met Jacob. Yeah, yeah it was you a know? crazy story yeah. too. Cause like when I first came to the Kava Bar, was uh, I think it was in November, mm -hmm. like last year. No, like yeah around that time frame and I was it was like probably the worst one of one of the most kind of hardest moments in my life yeah I had a lot of things change a lot of people uh, right. lost around me right. call the shell break guys mm -hmm. sorry I used to always wait for the cheers you know what I mean everyone like oh look everybody yeah we're doing this so I like but I've now gotten used to because when I went and drink with the tongues, yeah. like as soon as they get them, they drink them. They drink them. Yeah. So that's what I've been so doing. That's what I'm yeah, used it's to. Different, it's we'll different cheers ways. at the beginning, you know what I mean? Yeah, the mm -hmm. very like, beginning of the mix, yeah. but then after that, it's yeah, like, hey, we're breaking bread together, Definitely. we're drinking yeah. together. Definitely but, different. Uh, yeah, it's like a starting uh, kind of point. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, sorry. You were saying, Jacob, about oh, like, no, yeah, the so, hard time for you and then. Yeah, it was like, it was a weird, really hard moment for me. I lost a lot of my friends. Um, I lost a lot of family that mm -hmm. had broken ties with me because of what somebody else, it's a mm -hmm. whole thing. Right. But when I came to the Cabo Bar, I remember meeting, I remember I met Tim, I met a bunch of the guys at our table and everything. Mm -hmm. And once I, I was there, I was like, this, this feels like home. Mm -hmm. 
Like right. the atmosphere is amazing. Right. Like the Kava tenders were, were really cool. I remember mm. meeting, I think it was your wife that was working yeah. that night. And <laughs> She's awesome. and she was really cool, very welcoming. Like mm -hmm. the, the the atmosphere was so different from where I'm used to. Right. You know, a lot of people would be like, oh let's go bar, let's go drink or something like that. I'm like, bro, I don't even like that. Yeah. But going into the atmosphere, it really um, changed my life. It really changed like my whole. Mm -hmm. It really did, honestly. Right, right. Just went uphill from there. It was yeah. really cool. That's freaking awesome, man. And well, it, it literally you know comes what, back yeah. to. It literally comes back to you know choosing. Yeah. You know. One hundred percent. Choice, choice. There you go. I'm gonna use that word, choice. Yes. And a but lot yeah. of people they don't understand that that there is always an option. Yeah. You. It really you, is. It doesn't. It's not necessarily laid out directly in front of you. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to make it an option. Right. Right. You know. And. Yeah. Just to add on to the pain part, I know that's for sure. That's um, that's a pretty um, interesting topic for me too as well because I've been through a lot of that. Um, now I, I look at pain as far or losing as far as like gaining. Mm. You know, I always look at it as, um, as like a, it's either your you lose, you learn, kind of thing, right? One hundred percent. Right, and then I look at it as more of a gaining. So you know, every time you lose something, it's because it's not supposed to be in your life. Yeah. Completely, right? One hundred percent. It might be like a like an anchor that holds you down and whatnot. It could go for people, um, businesses, um, freaking your environment that you're around. You know what I mean? But actually breaking out of that to actually choose where your own path is, where you can actually gain people that are supposed to be there in your life. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm always thankful about the Kava Bar, because it actually did open up a door like that for me too, you know what I mean? Because, um, yeah, like I said, it, it brought us back to our roots completely, you know. Besides the Kava, but when we all actually get to connect with each other, it's a, it's a whole different game. Yeah. We're like basically a tree together, yeah. you know what I mean? So my circle before the Kava Bar, those guys are not around anymore. I mean, they're still there, you know what I mean? But they're just not with time. this, yeah. know, with this um, life, you know what I'm saying? So that's why it was it was hard at first to actually step out of the zone of losing all these friends that we used to like, you know, basically do everything with and make your own. And then now they're, you know, you get to realize who is supposed to be there and who's not. Yeah. So yeah, like you know, like I said, I've been through all that too and um, learned from it a lot. I used to take L's like it's the last thing on the earth like to do, you know. And now it's like taking the L's as far as like a learning lesson. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You could Ooh. lose, but you also gain experience. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Exactly. And so like, it, it was really interesting though, because I remember stepping in or stepping out from this circle that. I called family mm -hmm. that didn't treat me like it, you yeah. know, that, that cut ties, backstab, yeah. and then coming from that and stepping into a circle that treats me like family, mm -hmm. that, that you know, and that was at the Kava Bar. Right. And I really, like, I I blame the Kava Bar for that 100%. Yes. <laughs> like, it was yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, just, just the atmosphere, man. Yeah. It was it was amazing. It's crazy, man. Uh, stepping into the same subject again. Um, so before, you know how this shapes, right? Yeah. I always look at it this way. <laughs> so shapes, like triangles, rectangles, box, circle, right? Um, there was a there was a bunch of groups that I've been through that were either formed triangle, formed 
rectangle freaking squares and like octagons and whatnot. If if you kind of get what I'm saying. Yeah. It's it's a it's like a non-trust group. Like you're there, but you still have to be like this angle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you you're you're not sure. You're there in that group as family and whatnot, but. You're but you're always you're checking like over your shoulder. Yes. You're always, yeah. You're always That's uncertainty like, about what is going on, what's about to happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, getting into the circle, which it basically is kind of like how life, you know, controls us to a circle of life, right? So now we're actually in a circle shape. It's like glorious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because everything is like peripheral. Yeah, if anything. That's Panoramic. really cool, right? I really like how you describe that. Thank you. I re- Thank yeah, you. that's that's very interesting. You know, stepping out, looking at my the friend group that I had before, mm-hmm. it does look like a triangle or, yeah. or octagon. Yeah. yeah, right. And there's that's really good. But here, everybody's equal. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all like mm-hmm. willing to to, to mm-hmm. talk story, to relate. Right. And it's a family here. Yeah, 100%. and you know what I love about this too is the fact that we can be completely honest. Yeah, with everything. You yes. know what I mean? So like even before, like even Aaron can see this too. Like before, our circle used to be like. Like a lot of people in there, right? <laughs> right? So, you know, like, you know, the people that are usually, you know, not about it or whatever it is. It's either the thing I look at about people that actually drop out is not about growth or just not about um, being with everybody. It's yeah. more of like a self center. Yeah. So, growth and self center, right? Those are the people that usually will fall out of this. And you realize that. A lot of the friends that you have in those moments, mm-hmm. they're there for themselves. Yeah. They were hanging out with exactly. you because they want to be around exactly. you or gain something. From they you. need uh, attention. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So there was a difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of people that actually do want to be there to help support and also be part of the growth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's, there's a lot of ways we can look at it as far as like knowing your own circle. Yeah. It's, and, like, you know. it's like Kava, bro. Like Kava yeah. is so pure. There's no BS in it. There's yeah. no surprises. Yeah. Kava's yeah. Kava. So the people mm-hmm. that are here, they're going to be what you see. You know, it's face right. value here at the Kava Bar. Yeah. That's good. I, I really like the way that you put that. And I, I was, I remember having a conversation with Tim, um, thank you, uh, a couple days ago. And we were, t- I was talking about the group that we have sitting there at that table. It's mm-hmm. like the group that I used to have, I would always be the one ha- I had to make the plans or I had to, you know, oh, here, I'll, I'll cover you if you need it. Mm-hmm. But here, it's like if one of us is down, there's always going to be somebody else that that's there to help yes. you. Yes. If I'm if I'm up and up and running, I can always help somebody that's down. Yes. There we go. Absolutely. We do have a good group. And I've met a lot of people, you know. Part of the reason that we live here now is because of the atmosphere and the people we've surrounded ourselves through this. Because what's cool about a business, generally speaking, is it can just be the vessel. Right? Mm-hmm. What's cool about this is it's not just the vessel. Yep. It's also like the, the it's also the church too. You know, this yep. is the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Stockton and Nixon's older brother. And he comes around every now and then we were he we was he, he was helping us with some of the tech stuff. And then I was like, sit down in the chair and like, you know, like talk. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because he's like, oh I'd like to be on. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, it's weird. He goes, every time I come to the cop bar and see the people and see you guys and hang out with my brother, he goes, yeah. I'm always happier that I did that and have a happier day mm-hmm. the next day and yeah. later that right. day. Yeah. And he was just kind of explaining about it. And I said, and I go, it's kind of like how you feel. Like, I said, it's kind of like how you envision church should be, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, 
Oh my gosh, yeah, it's exactly it really right. It really is. And, and that yeah. says, it's paramount what mm -hmm. it says about uh, a specific business such as y'all's business, mm -hmm. but even just about the product that that business is right. not selling, right? right? But but is sharing. Yeah. yeah. You know, because yes, this is a business, but there is... Culture. There, the, yeah, there's a there's a sharing part of mm -hmm. it. There's, yeah. there's a more communal aspect to yeah. it to where... Absolutely. The right. same thing as when your wife that's told like me. That's what I was saying with the Kava. It just brings people together. Like, that's, yeah. that's the whole purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, bring people together. Yeah. And, and everyone's trying to figure out how can we get this side, let's say Republican or Democrat yeah, or yeah. Green or Libertarian or whatever. Yeah. How do we get the, the, the whites over there and the, you know, the Mexicans right. over there? And how do right. we get the, you know, the people, the deacons mm -hmm. over here? And how do we get the, you know, the... the yeah, I was going to say, you know, how do we just... Talk story. Yeah, it's just that, that simple. It's crazy it though, because uh, that's what we're used to as far as like being an American. American, you know, it's um, they right. They give us choices to be either one. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always the two ways or the highway. <laughs> yeah. That's what I learned with that. You know what I mean? So I feel like um, how society has raised everybody is to literally, you literally have blue or green. Mm. You know, choices. Other than that, there's nothing else for yourself it's it's for i guess it's for the culture of america kind of thing you know what i mean there's structures that they want to put there for people to be limited mm -hmm. in ways that they can expand and by controlling by controlling what i love how you said that too is like because that's what you're right that's what society's telling us yeah. it's blue or green yeah right and yet if we circle back on the callback is there's blue green red yellow mm -hmm. It's not just blue or green. There is other options. Yeah, yeah. There are other pathways to go, mm -hmm. you know? Right. There's so many other things. And it's choice, man. I've made a lot of choices in my life. <laughs> and the thing about it is when choices. we talked the other day mm -hmm. and I was saying that people make choices. And when I was in trouble with the law and I was going yeah. to jail and right, driving right. around drunk and um, all that stuff, I remember my family was like, oh, just so glad you stopped drinking and stopped smoking cigarettes and mm -hmm. stopped um, watching those TV shows or yeah, whatever. Right, and I was just right. like, what does anything have to do with anything? In one aspect, yes, like mm -hmm. the environment, the things that you ingest, yeah. I get it. You know, yeah. the eyes, the window to your soul, I get all that. Yeah. But I was like, what does that have to do with anything? And they're like, yeah, yeah you know, then you would have never gotten this. I was like, wait, you forgetting? Right. Bud Light never Jeez. did nothing to me. Yeah, it's not. You know, it's not. Marble, it's, Marble it's Lights never did nothing to me. Yeah, I made those choices. Exactly. And I told my mom, I was exactly. like, you gotta remember, like, that your son, mm -hmm. he done fucked up. I yeah. made bad decisions, <laughs> right? and I'm upset that I made bad decisions. Mm -hmm. But I'm okay because now I'm not making those decisions yeah. anymore. You're you have to look in the mirror and mm -hmm. realize that you're the one that's gonna make the you're the one that exactly. makes the choices you fuck exactly. up and we give the that we blame everything else mm -hmm. we never take an agency yeah. oh yeah you know it's yeah. like agency like we're the yeah, ones no it's definitely yeah. a human being thing you know what i mean yeah, yeah. that shit yeah, yeah you really right? got him you really got him for better for you know with the yeah. uh, shoosh oh wait i'll come back to that thought i completely lost it but <laughs> <laughs> i think it's just it's just a part of being mature in yeah. any aspect doesn't mean right. you know a man or, or being a woman or it's being mature is is if you make a choice and it's wrong mm -hmm. you own up to it yeah you learn yeah. from it you right. admit it yeah. you know and i think mm -hmm. that's how what we what we need to do as people is to not only if we make the right choice you know right. we take credit for it yeah. but if yeah. we yeah. make the wrong choice we also take credit for that's it right. so yeah. you gotta make the choice with your best intentions. Yes. There you go. Look at every aspect, every angle. It's the only way to make choices. All directions. Yeah. 
the best intention. Yeah, and that's the thing too, man. That's what I learned about, you know, making choices. I know there's big choices that we actually do as far as growing up in life and whatnot, sacrifices or whatever it is it takes. I always, I always come back to the most simplest way of earning that choice to exercise it is home. You know, you wake up every morning and you choose to open your eyes. You, you choose to brush your teeth and whatnot, you know? So it's like an exercise that you gotta constantly, even with attitude, you know, you wake up, you're feeling like shit. So, you, you know, you're gonna choose to either be like shit or just be completely good about it, yeah. you know? Even with uh, yelling at my kids, you know, I'm gonna choose to either lose my shit or talk to you calmly so you can understand me, you know? Right. Even in my wife, same thing. Like she'll bitch me out, which is completely okay, because I get it. You know, <laughs> it's my choice right. of pissing her off. So, I got bitched out you know? today. And then yeah, when I get bitched out, I'm like, you know what? Do That's I choose to listen to her or, you know, choose to you know actually fire back? So like, all these little things that can add up to like actually making bigger choices. So I feel like it's just an exercise for some people that might need that. So yeah, sorry, cover. Yeah, it's that's that's I like that that you know. If if you were to, for example, I was talking with um, I don't know if you guys know Sarah. She comes in the the woman the one on the crutches. The cripple, yeah, yes. the cripple right now, yeah. Um, but she was telling me her aspect of life, mm-hmm. and she says sometimes I'll have a terrible night. I'll wake up and I feel terrible, but every that's morning right. I wake up and I choose happiness. Yeah, you go. And that's what gets me throughout the day. There you go. And I was like. Well, that that seems really simple, but then I try. I look at it in my life, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, if it's so simple, why haven't I been doing it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right, right. some days you wake up, you feel shit. You're like, today's gonna be a shitty day. Yeah. Or you even you you think about it bef- the night before. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah. Oh, I gotta do this tomorrow. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a terrible day tomorrow. Yeah. Well, to be honest, think about it. It's a routine. Yes. You know what I mean? So if we were, if we are willing to step out of our regular routine, then we can actually break that ice. As, yeah. You know, as far as like choosing. Because it's pretty new at like some point for us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We were even talking about it. Was it two, a couple of days ago? Um, it's like a thought that you have mm-hmm. in your mind. It's like a river that ain't that that's kind of grinding out the rock, right? Right. And it creates a path. And the more you think about it, the mm-hmm. more the river gets bigger and bigger, and it right. carves that out in your mind right. to where you wake up and it's automatic. It's so easy to think about that. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn how to divert that thought process right, into something right, new. Right. 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 Which that's, I thought that's, I was a, like, that's, that's really a, good. That's a good way to put it, man. Yeah. For sure. Oh! Thank you. Yep, that's a firework, guys. That's a drive-by. Yep. <laughs> drive-by. <laughs> drive-by. We oh, the honkies got me. <laughs> 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 so, on making decisions and choices, have you ever made a decision or choice? Generally speaking, people from outside looking in might say that was the wrong choice to make and yet the thing still worked out right in your behalf or in your family's behalf or in whether it was at work Uh and just kind of when it comes to because like these are the choices we make Mm -hmm. and we have to accept responsibility the consequences and they can be positive or negative right but when you make those choices like I don't know. Do you have anything to just thoughts on that? Because it just kind of popped in my head. I was mm-hmm. like, we're talking about choices, and it's like right. you do it with the best intentions. But what if your intentions weren't the best, but yet it still ended up working out? Yeah. What is that? Is that yeah. like just divine kind of intervention and like somebody that's looking so, out for you? Or is yeah. maybe maybe that's because someone else made a choice yeah. to help? Like I've made decisions. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. And then like probably not the best thing. Yeah. But then like. <laughs> 
like a good example would be like let's say I get aggravated because mm-hmm. my wife did something mm-hmm. and it was it's really something so minor oh, there's no need to get so fucking and yet I just I'm kind of upset about it right. and then I just decide I choose to just stay aggravated and mm-hmm. upset right. and then she chooses to not be upset at me anymore right? right and she chooses just to be happy and then yet it works out because then by the end of the day or by the end of let's say we were doing a outing or something you know mm-hmm. by the end of that then we're just we're in harmony again right and it's right. like i went in with the wrong intentions i knew that i could make a decision and be like all right i'm sorry babe right. and let's just be happy yeah. mm-hmm. and then she would have appreciated me putting down my shield you know what i mean right, and sword. Right, right but yet it still worked out i right. don't know it just popped in my head i don't know like sorry. i don't know what that is what was about. the question again <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i'm a Any long choices talker. yeah that initially people were like it's a bad choice but it works out. Oh, yeah. There you go. I remember now. Um, shoot. I got to be honest. I, I make the shittiest choices um, <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> and I still do. Um, but. Yeah. Um, sheesh. Uh, I feel like the best, the only best choice that I've made so far in this life is to actually um, give my all to somebody that I do love. I've been I've been through a sorry just a throwback. Um, I've been through a marriage before, and my wife now is where I completely just like let everything to her kind of thing, completely open. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's the best choice that everybody else on the back didn't like. Everybody was against this, you know, this uh, this relationship with me and my wife, cause it was fucking hot, man. Like switch straight up. That shit was fucking heated. Like, we we were in the uh, dressing rooms, right? You know what I mean? Don't want to miss drop names, but yeah, but uh, yeah, from the dressing room life to like the outing life to like family. My family was very brutal, especially bringing her into my family. It was fucking brutal. But like I said, it was like the best choice I ever made in my life was marrying her and keeping her. And yeah, I feel like that answered that because it kind of went against everybody and yeah that's amazing thank you for sharing thank you that. yeah, it's yeah. Dope. It's yeah. Dope. thank you you know i think for all of us that are in relationships don't look at me and all of us all of us that are in relationships <laughs> and have houses i think because you've been in like a serious relationship before and it's affected you positively and negatively but i think that i uh, negative. Yeah, that's I why think, I'm not there. Oh yeah, dude. Like I said, like, like I said, take an L. There's a lesson. Yeah. Oh, I learned. You know what I'm saying? I got a crazy one. Don't oh, don't date a girl Let's you go. met at the combo bar. Yeah. That's what I learned. So I moved here uh, for work. There's a promotion. Put it right here. And it was supposed to be like a, a one year assignment. Yeah. Right there. So. uh I had found out I was I was kind of managing our West Coast operations. I found out that we picked up Hawaii, so I reached out to my boss, who was like the CEO of the company. And I said, "Hey, if you ever need somebody in Hawaii, let me know." You know what I mean? Like my wife's <laughs> Polynesian, yeah, yeah. like we you got ties. He didn't like it. He said, "No, you're doing good where you're at. You know, there's more accounts here on the mainland. You know, it's easier." He's like, "So I don't like it." But the owners were like totally with it. They're like, "No." You know, Aaron can really blow this thing up. So, of course, you know, we, we came out here. 
we uh we had actually just built our house in utah so we we yeah. didn't even finish unpacking bro we were in there for mm -hmm. two months when they approached me with this opportunity and we were just like yeah we're out wow so we uh we rented our home for a year and then we just sold it because we were like nah we're here like we're not going nowhere uh but anyway yeah because it was supposed to be a one-year assignment yeah, I was supposed to come here, build the business up, blah, blah, whatever. <laughs> um, everything was going great, and COVID hit towards the end of that one year. <clears throat> and it eliminated all of our business. Uh, so, you know, like, had to take the pay cuts at first, and, you know, a little bit no salary. Uh, so we, uh, that's kind of when we took a chance on this, because we were living, like, two blocks away off Wallacahal. So I would take walks, because, you know, during COVID, you couldn't do shit else. Uh, and I kept seeing this Fort Lee sign on the window of the Cabo Bar here. So, uh, you know, talked to my wife. I was like, hey, what do you think? Maybe we'd uh, take a shot, you know, and try the Cabo Bar. Because we'd always talked about it. Okay, that was what I was going to ask. My, my goal was always to have a business with my wife. I wanted to have something where oh, we could dude, work you're together. A young man. Well, I mean, it's just like, <laughs> and no offense to anybody else, but it's like, who are you going to trust more? Absolutely. Than anyone else. Like, no, like yeah. and I know my wife. I know she grinds. I know she yeah. hustles. She cares about what she does. So, yeah. So anyway, I was like, that's that's my goal, because I knew we would succeed together. And anyway, so we, we took the chance and did the Kava Bar. Mm -hmm. But uh, actually, when, when COVID hit, I had actually applied, because, you know, I didn't have any work. And Amazon offered me a really good job, bro, with, like, stock options. Yes. Wow. Yes. And I, at that point, that was, like, my dream job. Because you were like, okay, this Because that was operations, you know, I was yeah. good at it. Yeah. Amazon's the future. And I was just like, that's where I wanted to be. And it freaking worked out. They offered me the job. It was going to be back in Salt Lake City. And then uh, I was like, no. Because I, I knew, like, ultimately, I, I wanted to work for myself. You know, I wanted to have my own thing to do. I wanted to build something for my kids to at least have an option, you know, if they want to continue the legacy or if they want to go do something else. Cause I didn't have that, you know. Like to me, it was like, okay, eighteen, go to school or go get a job, whatever. That's mm -hmm. that's your options. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So we decided, you know, I was like, you know what? Thank you for the offer, but gonna have to decline. We're gonna do some other things on our own, and so that's when we did the combo bar. And that's why we're here today. That's yeah. why we're here that's today. We're that's amazing. That's crazy. So through through trial and adversity, COVID, it's uh, yeah. it's kind of when we flourished. Uh, and it's the best yeah. choice you ever made. Well, Absolutely. not ever. I mean, right. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, like, but, but it's up there. It's up there. It's yeah. up there, dude. We're stoked. Mm -hmm. We've got a lot of things coming down thriving. the pipeline too that right. I won't share yet. But yeah, it's it's been a blessing, man. That's really cool. Cause I I was having a conversation with Sean, uh, the one that also started this podcast, um, and we were talking about it like, and also Nixon. I talked to Nixon about this. If everything in life was a win then it wouldn't feel like one. It would just yeah. feel normal. Yeah. So you have to go through these adversities every yeah. single time because yeah. once you get there, it, ma it makes you feel so much better, you know? Right. Yep. And it's like, oh, you know, we, we may pray or yeah. we may right. like look for all of these wins mm -hmm. every day, but it's like, you can't have that every day because yeah. it's not going to be a win. It's just going to be regular. And yeah. if you're it's just a boring life, you know, mm -hmm. and you have to have adversity it makes you stronger. It makes, makes that victory oh so sweet you know mm -hmm. so much better yeah it's like working for it yeah you, know? you have to in everything everything in life yeah, yeah. just like that man you don't put the work in then you don't get shit yeah right. yeah and this is definitely a lot of work up front right so i did my job and this for the first year just 
so little, I would, I would kind work till five, little, yeah. and then I would come straight up. And, and you know, the, when we first opened, we were making like sixty bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like, okay, we're not putting our future into this. Uh, not but, just yet. But after like a year or two, and you know, people were kind of asking, uh, when, like, hey, why don't you guys expand to the west side? And, <laughs> so when when we did decided to pull the trigger on that, that's kind of when I stepped away from my job because I was like, I can't continue to give you guys everything I've got <laughs> and grow my business. Right with Absolutely. what I've got left in the tank after a long day, you know what I mean, so. Now, I do have a business question. Yeah. So, usually they say, uh, when businesses, new businesses happen, mm -hmm. that it's close maybe, uh, there's a honeymoon period and then maybe there's like a five or sometimes, I think I heard between five and 10 years before like a company actually gets to see like an actual profit mm -hmm. and i feel like from what we saw on the west side and what we see here yeah. and all the different things you guys have your hands in i feel like you guys have kind of that y'all have kind of superseded that like you guys have so i my business question is this have you do you feel like y'all's business has kind of taken a course of its own and doesn't really follow the main kind of because you're a businessman you know operations um, you got to pay your lights you got to do all that yeah, stuff I do, do but like then I think one thing that makes us different too is like our goal another reason why I wanted a business in my life like our goal was never money right um, right uh, you can't do this about money man no nah, you, know you know what I mean like we it was never nasty. honestly it was it was always like a secondary thing in my mind like this is going to be what I do after work yeah um, but yeah, no, I, I, think, I feel like because we've never went into it with that mindset or that, that intention, like, we've been blessed. Uh, kind of risen above. I mean, we're not, like, and I don't know if this needs to go on the podcast, like, no, 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 we're no. not killing it by any means, you know what I mean? No, but, no, no, yeah. But we're able to pay our bills. Yeah, and, and um, I'm not, I'm not, without, I guess, it's hard for me to ask because I talk too much. But. No, you're good, bro. <laughs> I guess I just feel like from seeing no. you guys as a customer yeah. and as a friend and then just also like just someone that, you know, wants to be in business myself and is kind of, you know, trying to yeah. be on my own in construction. Yep. I feel like from the outside looking into it, to me, it seems like you guys have risen above. Like, mm. it's almost like you guys don't follow the regular business model because True. like what you just said, it was never about the money. And there's a nah. whole spiritual, there's a whole like kind of energy, yeah. like actual real thing about it. And yeah. I think that's... Part of the reason, like you said, it wasn't mm -hmm. about money, but you guys nah. got the Lord on your side, you know what I mean? That's why so many people come in here and they feel like family, because you guys treat them like yeah. family. Yeah. And it's amazing. And that it's was a, big to us. Brown, like, we worked the bar ourselves feeling. for like the first year, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. A lot of you know? a lot of Kava <laughs> bars you go to, they'll, they'll build a Kava bar and then immediately they're hiring employees. Like, wow, who looks Polynesian? Grab that Mexican, go, go! <laughs> like, you know, yeah. we've gone to other Kava bars on island, and you know, we don't say names or nothing, but... You go in there, you ask them a question about the kava, and they have no idea. Yeah. They would just like, tell you bula. For, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, for us, it's huge. Like, we have yeah. monthly meetings where we're meeting together, and mm -hmm. we've got, like, literature written out for our guys, providing yeah. links for them to do their own research. Cause, sorry. And that's, we want them to be knowledgeable, because, yeah. you know, this is... This is yeah. just so like, put me on that. I want to be on an email chain. i like to know, too. Uh, <laughs> is that how you met Vince through this, or did you know Vince before? Vince, did you know I met, him before? No, I met Vince through Kava. But yeah. not the Kava bar. Not the Kava bar. We were drinking uh, Kava at my house. Yeah. And so uh, a friend oh, of uh, wait, Katie's we, cousin brought him by. Where did we go before that? It was well was the first time. Wasn't it? Oh, it was? I feel like I it thought, was our driveway. Hey, oh, I thought we went mixed somewhere. 
That's amazing. That's yeah, awesome. it was. Like, it was through a. That's bro. Kava this. is how yeah. I know anybody. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it was at his house. Yeah. yeah. Dude, he just started mixing it, and then just like the Polynesian here is just. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, uh, dude, it's like a. Punch, and he had his bro. wedding reception here at the Kava Bar. Yeah, yeah. the wow. first wedding reception. <laughs> bro, yeah. That's the our, best yeah. thing. During COVID, bro, we had like yeah. 300 people in here. Oh, yeah, so we're, we're paranoid. About to get, oh yeah, we we got shut down halfway, right? Or something like that. I forget what happened. They yeah, didn't the even shut us down though. They, oh, I think yeah, they just yeah, lowered the music right. or something. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that was complaints. Shout out. It was complaints. <laughs> <Maui PD. Wait. laughs> they always come, but they never shut us down. We appreciate yeah. that. That uh, that's the thing but about this nice. place, and the thing about what it is. It's like what I said earlier. It's you're not selling a product, right? You're sharing a product. You're sharing a culture, and you're just sharing Knowledge. like what is what is it? The cliche I was saying. Oh, aloha. Like you're sharing that. That's. That's ingrained, at least from so. my like Western perspective. That's ingrained in this mm, yeah. in this thing that we do. Mm. And I love how you said you don't know it. Like that's how you know anybody through. Kappa. It is, bro. Like, I tell people on the mainland, and they're just like, "What are you doing mm, in it's, Texas?" It's different, bro. It's a. But I'm half white, so it's like it makes sense. You know, they don't really okay. understand. You definitely find it. This is you guys earlier. You definitely find a family <laughs> around. Yeah. yeah. You know, all my friends are from the Cabo Bar right now. I've never had so many friends in my life, dude. Like I'm not. I'm not uh, what's the word? Social, extrovert. Oh, you're not. Yeah, I'm an introvert very much. You're so. an introvert. Like, my yeah. wife gets mad because like people, I know it's like because I'm always on my phone and I feel bad, but it's more so because mm. I'm like I don't want to have to create conversation. Yeah. It's just not natural for me. Yeah. But the kava helps so much. You it know does. what I mean? Like, if I get a bowl in me, then it's like, oh, cool, let's talk, bro. Like, what's up? Then you get Or extrovert. meeting people that were visiting. Yeah. Like, especially when, like, me and Katie were working the bar like, when we first opened. Yeah. It was dope meeting people from all over the country. You right? know what I mean? And, like, and then they ask, like, oh, why'd you guys open this place? And we get to share it's our a, story. Uh, it's a beautiful freaking ride, man. So far, I've been on the, you know, back end of this guy, just, like, watching how everything flourishes, man. Like, from cool. the from the get-go, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> so stoked to be part of the journey, man. That's that a positive so thing. Like, well, and everybody wants to be a part of it. Real. Everybody does. Thing. Even the That's ones the that don't know it, it and even talk shit about it. Like, because oh, when we were talking shit yeah, at the hotel, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> they're like, what are you guys doing tonight? Oh, we're going out yeah. drinking, bro. We're going Dirty yeah, Monkey. Yeah. Where are you going? They go, oh, at the Kava Bar? They're like, yeah. Where you fucking think I'm going to be, bro? That's where I'm going to be. You better ask somebody. Let me tell you this right quick. This, I don't know if you guys know this. You probably do. This is when 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 we decided mm -hmm. and i think it just kind of happened it was intentional but like it happened without us knowing mm -hmm. that this is where we're gonna set up camp this is where we're gonna mm -hmm. be yeah. and these are the people we're gonna hang out with yeah. right uh his car got stolen right right i mean his dad helped get it back but like the people like with us at the coffee bar they're like oh, let's go i went to bed mm -hmm. <laughs> But, because I had work in the morning, it's not that I don't care about his car. Responsibility. But uh, the other guys, they uh, got in a truck and went hunting for it right away, yeah. right? Um, had one of our friends going through some stuff, you know what I mean? Like, next thing you know, people, oh, step to the side and talk to them. Yeah. How are you doing? Um, we needed uh, a place for uh, for a birthday party. Mm -hmm. I brought my wife to the Lahaina Coffee Bar for a birthday party. Yeah. yeah. And, in my just because it's my wife and vice the best birthday party ever it was there was nobody really there junior got a gluten-free cake because i forgot to get it a lot of got some other things gluten-free yep. and that's awesome um, he had some um nice um some uh some edibles mm -hmm. yeah. and he had like a whole a, like a gift 
of all sorts of different things yeah, yeah. Oh, and like vapes and everything yeah, and he put it on there and it was like here you go and she's like oh my gosh she's like i don't yeah. even like because yeah, she, she she don't really talk that much mm. you know what i mean she's like this will last me forever mm-hmm. and um when he was walking out some guy was like oh what is this he was like it's, you imagine it's, how, he goes it's her birthday bro, he goes we're, we're oh. so blessed to have junior and alana on the team oh, over there yeah, yeah like man. they're yeah they're shout out junior and alana yeah, yeah right. real this ones place, Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, that's it. I was just say they're dope. No. Like, they, they're the reason why we succeeded over there on the West mm-hmm. Side. Dude, the, the West Side, a big part of it. Was, was so yeah. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knowing, like, huge. meeting everybody there. Yeah. Like, and going in, you know, seeing Chisa in the morning and, like, yeah. you know, meeting all these new new faces oh, and everything, man. making friends. It was so the best funny. feeling. Dude, you know, it's, it's funny, though. Um, when Aaron started the cover bar in Lahaina, right? I told him specifically that I didn't want to work there. <laughs> he did. He really did. I was did. like, oh, yeah, that's hometown, you know. I really history. don't want to work with him and all that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lose my shit every night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, you know, finally got to me. Um, started working there. And, of course, yeah. it was always the vibes, you know. But, yeah, it brought me back home. And it made me feel completely comfortable. So I was actually, I'm actually honest that I let that go. <laughs> Other than that, to Lahaina, love you guys. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Well, the Copa Bar got Pate a new truck. That's dope. He bought, uh, yeah, brought okay. a Lyle's oh, truck, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. Copa Bar uh, brought my wife, friends. She's an introvert. She can be very social. Like, yeah, you yeah. can be very social. Mm-hmm. But now she has friends, and they'll, like, get their Nintendo Switch to play games, ask That's about dope, this. Dude. They. They, they would leave uh, the Kava Bar and they'll walk around the block and yeah. do Pokemon Go. That's it. You know what I mean? And from the time like I showed up, yeah. I know I was telling Tim, like, I noticed the change from the mm-hmm. first time I showed up mm-hmm. to now. Like, there's right. genuine conversation. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. Because yeah. once your roots hit that the ground Dude. here, it just it's grows. It's the Kava, you know? man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it just Keeps makes me... And it's easy to think about it in this respect because we're we're sitting here just enjoying ourselves. Mm-hmm. But it, it does make me, it makes me want to make better choices, mm-hmm. to keep making better choices, mm-hmm. challenging decisions, to right. keep moving forward. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in, in the environment is around me. It helps, like, fuel that and the people. And... You know, it's the to to backpack off the the making better choices and everything. What, if you don't mind me asking, what was the main motivation for for you um, to to make these new choices to kind of switch up everything? What was the motivation that got you through all of that hardship and all of that trial? All the bad choices. I made so much bad choices <laughs> growing up. But you're you know? so nice, man. Mm. Like, you never man. made any bad choices. Dude, to be honest with you, if you met me back then, you wouldn't like me. Yeah. <laughs> you right, and you would you would have beat me up. Uh, yeah. I said no, no, definitely oh. not that. But you know, my my tongue is definitely sharp. I know that for sure, and I feel like it tamed down a lot. But yeah, it's literally experience from making the most like a lot of bad choices before. So it leads me to now to where I have a better understanding of, you know, being careful mm-hmm. of what I actually choose to do. You know, hey, I wish I was more careful. <laughs> You're that, that sharp-tongued no. Samoan, bro. No, man, it's, it's crazy when you when you have two different languages. I've learned that, too. Mm. Like, um, yeah, I, I, learned, I know English, right? But English is in my head process is Samoan. So when it's in there, ah. it's, it's, it's put out that way. 
but then when I speak it, it comes out English, but it sounds crucial, but it's honest, but it's right. the Samoan side. You know wow. what I'm saying? So it's it's still there. Uh -huh. You know, that's I, why sometimes I get tongue twisted or like, you know, you, like thrown off or accent, whatever it is, you know what I mean? But it, it literally leads from that. So my whole thought process is still Samoan. Yeah. And then I speak English. That's no lie. Because yeah. now me thinking about that and the things that we've talked about in it mm -hmm. is like, oh, I see. Like that, yeah. So yeah. the voice, like when you imagine some, like where you're reading and mm -hmm. the, the voice playing back, is that in some way? Uh, not when I'm reading. Not when you're reading. When I'm reading is basically just exercising whatever oh, it is okay. that's there. But if you're thinking to yourself, like but it's if that. I'm thinking, if I'm openly thinking and talking, like that part hits. To oh, where it's like it, Yeah, that's so really it's there and then it processes and then it comes out English. So, so you, sometimes I cross words. Does your, uh, your offspring, uh, <laughs> uh, does your kids, uh, do they know some Samoan? Are, are you teaching them speak? Yes, a little bit. Uh, my Wait. son, uh, my son, man, bless his heart, but he's more Filipino than he is Samoan, so you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you got it. <laughs> but my daughter, though, Samoana, she's very, like, She's very Samoan. Like, if I were to teach her everything that I do know, like, mm -hmm. she would speak it more clearly She'd and just like take more it in pronounced. Like a sponge, right? just yeah, like, literally. That's awesome. And my son, yeah, he's, he's still there. He just looks Samoan, but right, he looks yeah, just it's like better. Just be like, yeah, no, don't talk. <laughs> 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 just look scary, okay? <laughs> no, no, no. But he but, looks just like you. Thank you, thank you. Hi, right. handsome young man. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, for I seen a picture that you posted. I was like. Oh, I thought that was Vince at first. Like, yeah, that was this crazy. This kid is taller than me, yeah, man. He's wow. fucking hybrid. Vince get a brother that's taller and, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, um, I tried, but I'm not really good. I'm not a good teacher at um, teaching someone. So yeah. That's like my biggest thing. It's like, I like to speak it or whatnot, but I, I'm terrible at teaching. It was cool when Fo was around. Yeah, Remember? yeah. It really is. Yeah, it really is. Because he was around and. Wait, oh, he found us. <laughs> but yeah, man. But yeah, that's that's my thing with English. <laughs> um, to backpack off of yeah, that yeah, first please. question that I asked, mm -hmm. come here. Where I would say, okay, so you you said that what motivates you to make the right choice is the wrong choices that you've made in the past. Mm -hmm. What was your main motivation going through all of that? Aside from choices, like what was that that mindset in you? Like what what drove you to go and push forward and keep moving forward? Uh, I've actually believed in fear. You believe in fear? Yeah. So that's like my biggest thing right now. It's like not fear, like completely terrified, but like fear of losing mm. something that is very important. You know, like for example, my family, my my wife. Um, so I was able to put my mindset to where I. I do fear some things. Other than God, yes, I fear God. Other than that, like anything, like where we're at right now, it's like that was like my fear. It's like losing, you know, my loved one is one. You know what I mean? Okay. I've been through a lot of deaths, so it it taught me to to use fear in a different way to be motivated. To harness it and ride it towards the Yes, goal. Yeah. yes. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's the way I look at fear now. It's it's, it's literally a motivation. That's good. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I, I totally understand because I used to box when I was yeah. younger. I used to kickbox and um, mm -hmm. I would, oh, nice. I would be scared of like my opponent, but yeah, I yeah. use that fear to you know lock in, you know, yeah. kind of just make yeah. Right. That's why oh, when that's you say cool. your son used to box, I was like, oh, that's yeah. sick. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. That's cool. Was that in Lahaina too? Yeah. Yeah, nice. I don't know if you know um, Goody Ruidas and then um, yes, uh, Dusty. Hustle? Uh, no, it's not, yeah. No. 
Uh, yeah, he did his own little thing. It was a really small group, but it was so fun. Oh, hell yeah. I loved man. it, yeah. But like when you mentioned your son did boxing, I was like, dude, that's like probably the best thing yeah. I had growing up. It's, it's Honestly, it was for me too. Yeah. Uh, I grew up um, in uh, Lahaina, but I was in Kahana most of the time. Oh, okay. Um, shout out to MMA Built. They're not there anymore, but uh, that was like one of the homes that I had, mm. you know, besides all of this. So I just did, uh, I did kickboxing and Muay Thai. Nice. Uh, wrestling I did for high school because they, it was mandatory for the football players to do it. Yeah. I guess it was a thing. <laughs> um, I did that, but uh, I did, yeah, like I said, kickboxing and um, Muay Thai was like my favorite thing I to do back then. I love kickboxing. Right? Oh, yeah. And it, it, like, it really I, is. I came into that program like, like anger issues and everything, yeah. but when you go in and then yeah. you get knocked around by the exactly. coach a little bit you, you get, get humbled, humbled and you like yeah. oh you know right? get it out yeah. on the bag you know exactly you know but yeah uh that was actually one of the things that actually trained me to be more controlled of myself my emotions and whatnot um what else sorry where are we at right now are we moving on no 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 keep going oh, sorry. okay uh yeah go for it but yeah that was one of the things that helped me sorry completely just spaced out. No, 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 all good. It so we're, uh, motivation, so that's one of your motivation mm -hmm. and it helped you a lot to stay motivated. Mm -hmm. And then you mentioned fear. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else that kind of drives you? Of course, you mentioned uh, like your wife and everything. I'm sure right. that you think of her every time you, mm -hmm. you know, make a decision or something like that. Yeah. Um, the biggest motivation is the, the why. You know, that's one of the things that I've learned as far as building a family and having a family is knowing your whys. Mm. Why, you know, why you do this, why you have to, you know, why you're still here, you know? Why are you choosing to be in this position? You know, that, was, that was the motivation for me, is literally being the why. Because mm. it helped me throughout the day. When you have the why, it also presents a choice too. Yes, sir. Because you ask a question and then a choice is there. Like, mm -hmm. why am I here? Yeah. Wait, I could get out of it if I yeah, wanted to. Right. You know. Right? Yeah. Um, this is one of the things that um that I did way back then. Um, so I was dancing with a company, and then I got um I got an agent came in to try to hire me, and I was supposed to go to Hong Kong. Oh whoa! This is two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Yes. Wow. Wait, two thousand two thousand eight. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so I was supposed to go Hong Kong, right? And I got everything set up. I was supposed to go, and then I came to find out that I was getting a son. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I've heard about Hong Kong and how they take care of fine art dancers out there, and it's it's freaking amazing. Like I wish I did experience it, but all my boys did, and it was awesome to see them succeed in there. But yeah, but that was like the hardest choice that I did make, and I ended up staying back because I had a son. And graduated the year after. Oh, you wow. Know? <laughs> Responsibility over luxury. Yeah, dude, you know? So, yeah, frick. But, yeah, that's uh, that was a hard choice, too. But, you know, not to be, not to be an asshole, son, if you hear this. <laughs> you know, it was a hard choice. But it's your fault. I just want to say, one of the best choices, and I'm stealing your words, but, like, like in, like, your words, too, like, my wife was the best choice. Like whatever, because that's how we got here. Because yeah. when we talked about moving, I was like, oh, five grand, let's go. She was like, right. absolutely fucking not. Yeah, yeah. I was like, why? We can just go. Like, my buddy, this is the guy I used to build fence with, work house with, mm -hmm. and he he looked and he said, so you guys really moving? You know, he's. I mean, he has got the size of your your big Polynesian. 
mm-hmm. but he's a white dude and he's just on the Yolo. Oh well. And he goes, he's sitting there drinking beer. We was drinking beers and was at a campfire and he goes, now listen here, girl. And he, she's like, what? She goes, you gonna be able to survive? And she goes, yeah, I'll be fine. He goes, no, no, no. She goes, she goes, we'll be fine. He goes, no, I know Sam Davis is going to be fine. <laughs> and this is what he said to her. He goes, he will literally eat asphalt off the road if he needs to. I know he will survive. He goes, are you going to be able to survive? And this is what he told me before he left. He goes, this is make or break, bud. He goes, this is make or break. He goes, you're going to find out if this is the woman for you or not. Mm-hmm. And now, three years later, we're still here. Hell yeah. And we are not, um, I think I've told you guys, Jacob knows, we're not a, like legally married. Mm-hmm. But oh yeah. When yeah, I proposed right. to her when we lived in Texas. Right. And then I wrote some vows out and some things like a little bit later and I mm-hmm. said like this, you know what I mean? You accept this, this is yeah. and then that's kind of done deal. Mm-hmm. We plan still plan to have a ceremony, hopefully sometime twenty twenty four. Let's do it. But I'm gonna be the ring bearer. It's, the, not nice. it's gonna be me. But the thing is the ceremony <laughs> is <faster>. only <laughs> it's only for like really? for the parents. Like my mom, her dad kind of thing. That's mm-hmm. all. For my sister and shit. Mm-hmm. Because we don't need to have we're still not going to sign papers. She don't right. want to sign papers. Yeah. That's a little unconventional. There's a lot of reasons why people be like, that's a red flag. Yeah. There's a lot of people why people say, choice. no, I get it. As long but as you might. guys are on the same page. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a choice. Again. That's well, not how they did it back in the day either. Right. You, know, you didn't exactly. have to sign something like that. Uh, or... just gave goats and that was it, bro. Yeah. She was yours. Yeah. Ten cows for mama. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you guys have ever seen that show, but you got to watch it, man. Oh man. And another thing about it is, is I told her one time, someone asked, and they said, why, why not get legally married? If you guys are already in it, honored, why not? And I said, well, I'll tell you this. I feel like, because she can be very vindictive, she's very serious. Right? Like, when I, there was this, uh, this, uh, I remember she was like, oh, that girl at the bar or whatever. And she was like, texting me this girl. And then she told me later, we it was like our first big, like, kind of like mm-hmm. spit, you know what I mean? Yeah, she, goes, she goes, the first thing I thought was, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to rip your fucking garden up. Took all that corn and tomatoes. I was like, oh my gosh, babe, the fucking plants never do nothing to you, you know? <laughs> so she's a very serious person. Starve. And it's, and it's, <laughs> it's so easy to step away. Yeah. You know how easy um, it is to step away when you're legally married? It's mm-hmm. just as easy when yeah. you don't have any entanglements legally. Mm-hmm. But we don't have entanglements legally. So yeah. she can, either one of us at any moment could just pick up and leave. Yeah. yeah. And so it's almost to me, my my thoughts on it, my belief is that it makes it a little bit tougher for us in mm-hmm. our world. Yeah. Because we have to fight a little harder to be like, remember that yeah. when you get mad or something's not going your way or the finances mm-hmm. aren't good, no, we're not just going to pick up an easy because it's so much more easier. Yeah. Yeah. You don't got to worry about getting a lawyer. You don't have to worry about this. Everyone back home be like, ah, well, you know, they split yeah. up. You know, she'll take yeah. the dog. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And Which is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Over my dead body. Yeah, staying no, never. And so, That'll never happen. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> very spiritually. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You're chained for life, Mike. So we're running, um, we're running close to an hour or 20. Okay. Um, is there any other questions that you have? Uh, yeah, I got just a couple more questions. Yeah, sorry, more. I actually got to bounce them. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So then, here's what here's what I'll do. Maybe we can have a, we can always have a part two. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love part two. Yeah, yes. part twos if are the best. Yeah, yeah. You can go more in depth about um, mm-hmm. who you know where you came from and everything like that. Right, this right. is an introduction to your new favorite 
celebrity guest oh, wow. on Renegade Supreme. <laughs> this um, ass from guy. Western Samoa <laughs> to Maui. So Man. I just have one more question, and I always like to ask uh, whoever's on, a guest on this podcast, I always mm. like to ask, is there a message that you have for the listeners or something you want to share to those people? What Damn. would you tell them? All right, you guys ready for this? Ready. Biggest message for anybody that's out there, right? We already talked about, you know, the power of choice. But the biggest thing that we should pursue in life is dreams. You know, you gotta, yeah. Whatever it is that you're motivated about, passionate about, just make sure that you choose to chase that dream, you know? And try not to sleep on it. You know, a lot of us oh, are, a lot of us cold. are in, in dream land where we dream of the same car, the same house, the same business opportunity over and over and over again. But to be honest with you, like, that's the only way we can proceed in life is we do get up and chase that dream. Because if not, then we're just basically sleeping on it, you know what I mean? So yeah, biggest message out there is... Don't sleep on your dreams. Don't sleep on your dreams. I yep. wow. I that's love good. that. You know? Because there's always like you ever hear it when it's a big decision? Mm-hmm. This is kind of taken out of context, but what I love about what you said is, all right, let's sleep on it. And yeah. in this yeah. idea of like, oh, sleeping on it. Mm-hmm. So and usually when that is, that's like assess it and don't be rash. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the same the, the same time that you can have this idea and goal, mm-hmm. what ends up being something that uh, prohibit or inhibits people mm-hmm. from doing it is is they're sleeping on it. Yeah, yeah. and so, so many times Listen. I regret that you, the decisions that I slept on, mm-hmm. quote unquote, like oh I'm thinking about it, and yeah. I didn't do it, and I lost the opportunity, and I look back and I'm like, mm-hmm. dang, I really shouldn't have Never. you know, I right. should just go for it. You yeah. know, you only have one life, live it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's a good way to to. So what we're gonna do is this will be part one. So he's got a bad part two. Part two. A part two. Oh, yeah, yes. it'll be really good. A series. So, oh. is there any like you have a you have an Instagram? You want to plug that in? Oh yeah. Um, sheesh. the Instagram is Afaletti the Showman. Afaletti the Showman. We will put that in the description of the video. Yeah. Also, so don't forget to, to follow Hale Akava on yes, Instagram. Sir. Follow that. Um. Yeah, oh, and another shout out, Sivatel uh, Club. If you guys are out there wanting to learn about the Samoan culture of fire knife dance, yeah, go ahead and follow us too, Sivatel uh, Club. Aaron, do you have any Instagram besides the business you like plug, or do you even care? Nah, nah, just follow us at Haleakava. Yeah. Come check us out if you haven't yet. If you haven't and you know about it, come down okay, and we'll find your I'm home address get your ass down here. we'll drag you out of your house yeah. and we'll bring you here and you'll like it because if you don't you're never going back home yeah. that's the thing <laughs> i love that well i'm glad that you didn't uh, y'all didn't sleep on the business i'm glad that um no, no, you didn't sleep on uh the decisions and and meeting your wife and everything we'll go into more detail on my episode she's been <laughs> she's been uh, a good friend and opening and welcoming and awesome. i'm glad you never slept on fuck not, not come to the golf, I'm glad oh, you came. Dude, I, I thought about it a couple of times. It was like, dude, you should come, you should come. I'm like, yeah, you know, I wasn't yeah. in that mindset. And then once yeah. I did, I was like, whoa. Right. But yeah, to close it's out the blessing, episode, man. thank you so much yeah, for Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was awesome. Yeah. And, um, it. yeah. 
Check us out. Check us out. We'll have part two coming soon. Part two is coming soon. And then an episode with Aaron's coming soon. Yes, uh, sir. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Renegade Supreme 808 And then check out Tim's Substack, Substack. at Texan Pueo. And I'll put more stuff on there. Check out us. Uh, please subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com. We got a YouTube. Slash Renegade Supreme. And there, nobody has subscribed to the Patreon yet. <laughs> However, you could be the first. Yeah, the go. first. Be the there first. Is I do make pretty regular posts on Patreon, like mm. the free posts, so you don't yeah. even have to subscribe nice. to see the stuff. And some okay. of it's pretty wild, some of it's pretty funny, some of it's pretty serious. Yeah. So yeah. check that out. And then YouTube. Follow me. Yeah. It'll the link will be on, but it's hard to mm -hmm. search the episodes. So Let's you just search YouTube.com/slash. At Renegade Supreme. That at Renegade Supreme. Don't yeah, forget the at symbol. Guys, follow me on Instagram, 808.ferns. I also make music. Check it out on Spotify. Yes, sir. 808.ferns. Yeah. Um, oh, and Sean will be back. Sean's coming he back. He said January 3rd, and we'll get back. We'll have a better setup again. Four more days. And, and then that will be good. And then the last thing was, uh, oh, we do have a TikTok. Oh. It, that one is not popping off right now, but we are going to try to be putting more skits and funny little videos cool. out there. Thank you guys so much. I want to shout out thank to Matt guys. Marlin in Texas. Thank you for always listening. Yes. Nixon, thank there you go. for always listening and being a part of this. Love you there guys. You we'll see you next awesome. time.